and welcome to another edition of our Lockdown Twins postcast. Today is Thursday, April 21st. I'm the host of Lockdown Twins here with Brandon Warren, writer at Access Twins. Twins beat the Royals in game three in the finale, Brandon. Before we get to it, I want to tell you about Blue Nile. Great spot for Mother's Day. This Mother's Day, give mom something she'll treasure forever with fine jewelry from BlueNile.com. This podcast, this postcast exclusively, only good through Mother's Day. Use code Locked On. That's code Locked On. Plus, every order is insured, ships free, and arrives in discreet packaging. So, Brandon, Twins win behind Joe Ryan, right? And the pitching staff, again, coming through in a huge way, especially the starter. Joe Ryan was awesome in this game, throws six scoreless innings. And frankly, it's what we've seen from him since he debuted last year. Just awesome, awesome stuff from Ryan. Yeah, I don't remember too many better starts to a Twins career slash MLB career in a Twins uniform than what Joe Ryan has done so far. 85 pitches, 57 strikes. I mean, hitting all his marks, six innings, all the kind of progression you'd like to see knowing what we know about spring training and what these guys kind of had to deal with. And honestly, I don't think you can say enough about Ryan. And beyond that, the bullpen with three clean innings, three strikeouts. Joe Smith got into just the slightest bit of trouble, but otherwise clean inning. And Juwan Duran, again, looks absolutely nasty. So it's it's not much to take away from a series that was otherwise disappointing. But if you can win 1-0 games, you, you know that you've got pitching that can keep you in these games, which has not been the case for the Twins in the last year plus. Let's talk about bullpen management today, Brandon. Difficult sometimes to separate that process and the result. But Joe Ryan goes six, does not go out for the seventh, thought he might. Yonderon gets the seventh. It's a clean seventh. One, two, three. I think he had 11 pitches maybe. Then they go to Joe Smith in the eighth and set up for Pagan in the ninth. What did you think about this kind of line in the bullpen? Did you think Duran should have gone two? Would you have sent Joe Ryan out there for a seventh? Do you think it worked out the way you would have done it? With a normal spring training, Joe Ryan goes out for the seventh for me. I just think you probably run the risk of him getting close to 100 pitches. And as we noted last night, only three guys going into play yesterday had thrown 100 pitches in any start. And they were guys like high-end guys, Scherzer. Scherzer. If quite there. But I'm not pushing Ryan like some of these teams are pushing their workhorses. I did think Duran would throw another inning, but maybe it means he'll be more available this weekend for Chicago. And I like Pagan at the back end if he can keep the ball in the park. And he did in this case, but the walk certainly concerning and he got bailed out by a bad bunt there um you know it's like we always say never bunt hit dingers and that's what did in the royals here in the ninth inning twins are not hitting dingers brandon eight singles i believe today their last extra base hit i heard bramer say was uh tuesday night at like the sixth inning and luis arise double no extra base hits it's kind of ironic is what we're hearing is this offense is they're always swinging for the home run they're not hitting home runs. They're hitting singles. Like They're not hitting for power at all. It, we just haven't seen it. And the White Sox series, we'll, we'll preview that series and predict that series coming up here. But they're not hitting. You know, The Yankees aren't hitting. The Twins aren't hitting. And it's especially true, I think, for a Minnesota club that we expected to hit for power throughout the year. Yeah, I caught myself yawning there for a split second. That, <laughs> that's been the way of the Twins offense so far. I've had to eat my words on Nick Gordon, by the way the last few uh, few days here. But yeah, I mean, it, it was encouraging to get Buxton back out. And one of those hits, I think, was a, was a ball that was booted by, um, by Mondesi. But at the same time, yeah, 
you still want to see more. It's it's a moral victory to go out and win games like this. But at the same time, too, it I, I feel like in my lifetime, I've seen a lot of these afternoon games that end in a walk-off where the Twins are walked off. And I just had that feeling this time around. It did not get any less true when Taylor walked. And luckily, Pagan danced out of danger. But yeah, I did not have a good feeling in the pit of my stomach going into the ninth inning. Um, you know what? The the White Sox are going to come in on a bit of a skid. We'll see if the Twins can can turn this thing around at their expense. I thought I was prepping myself at least for a tie game. I thought it would for sure be 1-1. But as you said, wiggles out of it there, Emilio Pagan. Looks like Pagan's the guy, Brandon, for the ninth. Moving forward, it's going to be a little bit of that revolving door, but we don't see Tyler Duffy today. It's, it's Emilio Pagan in the ninth. Do you think that's what Twins fans should expect moving forward? Yeah, because – in a, in a way, you're looking at Duran being the fireman, and I saw some people wondering about his usage, but he's he basically went right down the middle. Let's see, it was Merrifield, Benintendi, Perez. So he went 2-3-4 in the seventh inning, and Pagan ended up going 9-1-2-3. So th- basically the usage is, and it's again, falling back on the adage, you can lose the game in the seventh even if you can't win it. And so... I, I think it was a great move. Joe Smith, uh, you know, I wouldn't want him facing too many lefties, but he did his job, went out there, clean inning. And then, yeah, Pagan is kind of the guy I'd want facing the heart of the order a second time. And for the most part, I mean, he avoided it. Lopez bunting in that situation. He's a 300 hitter this year, 300 hitter last year, and a good bunter. That I don't think you can overstate how much that hurt them because if he even just um, moves the runner up, you have a very solid set of hitters coming up in Merrifield, Benintendi, and Perez. I don't know, man. I, I I hate that bunt. I understand why they did it. I know Matheny's an NL-style manager, but I hate that bunt. Wolves, Grizzlies. 6.30 tonight at the Target Center. Head over to betonline.net. It's your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs with the Wolves. And the start, of course, of the Major League Baseball season. Head over to betonline.net. Let's preview this White Sox series. Brandon Luis Robert leaves the game today with an apparent injury. Byron Buxton returns. That is a huge development, a huge flip. When it looked like coming into this weekend, it might be the opposite. We don't know on Robert. We don't know if he's going to be out there. He did leave today, uh, running down to first, left the game. Buxton is back. So that's a, that's a seismic shift for the center fielders in this series and uh, the Twins, it feels like, need to get two out of three here at Target Field. Yeah, it's kind of like when you're driving in opponent territory in football and then you throw a pick and the team goes yeah. back down and scores. That point swing. And you feel like that kind of swing with Robert leaving the game, you know, off to a bit of a slow start. But the the bigger issue there is they're at a spot where Lurie Garcia is hitting third. And you mentioned that yesterday. I mistook you saying playing third for hitting third. Now, I, I listened back today. I went back and watched <laughs> the tape. Listen to the you watch the tape. Yeah, we watch the tape here, tape session. But, but but yeah, the way they're injured right now, you know, um, Eloy Jimenez DHing, so they don't have AJ Pollock. Adam Hazley was out there, Gavin Sheets. They are not built right now as a team that should run away from anyone, least of all the twins who also battling some injuries. But with Buxton back, that offense certainly looks more formidable on paper. Certainly not coming off scoring one run this afternoon, but. On paper, that swing for the Twins versus the White Sox is significant. Let's look at these pitching matchups. Bailey over Michael Kopech. Kopech can be dominant. 96-97 with a fastball. Great slider. Doesn't really have a third pitch. Doesn't really throw a changeup. So you're looking for Twins lefties 
in the lineup tomorrow. I think you'll see a lefty heavy lineup as we saw. I believe that was Monday night against Carlos Hernandez. But let's preview this matchup, Brandon. What should Twins fans be looking for out of Kopech, out of Ober in this one? Well, and the guys on the radio noted today that not only Joe Ryan, but Bailey Ober have been throwing more breaking balls this year. And they said that they don't think that's a coincidence that it says these guys are working with Wes Johnson. Again, too, that'll be something to watch with Chris Paddock, who struggled to have a third pitch. Um, Kopech's another guy where if he dominates here, if he gets in trouble, the want a pitcher to be is in that body type, that package. But at the end of the day, you know, we saw Lynch dominate the Twins last night. He got smoked his first time out. That's the volatility that you'll see with young starting pitchers. Kopech certainly has been, had more than his fair share of good moments, but you know, every now and then he's going to have a stinker where he goes four innings, gives up six runs and a couple homers. And, you know, here's to hoping the twins do something like that tomorrow night at target field. Good at bats. Going to be key tomorrow night. Kopech sometimes can get wild, especially early in games. Yep. Twins will look to uh, jump on him, him early. Vince Velasquez going Saturday against Dylan Bundy. And then Sunday is Lucas Giolito and Chris Archer. How do you think the Twins stack up in this series, Brandon? Pitching-wise, Velasquez really struggling against Tampa Bay. Settled in there in the middle innings, but was brutal out of the gate. And now having Giolito back, we don't know what the leash is on him. He's made just one start this year. But how do you view the matchups, and, and how do you think the Twins look in this matchup? Well, keep an eye on how they attack the starters on the front end of the series. Because if the bullpen is taxed in those first two games, that could be problematic with Giolito, who they're not going to push as hard now granted i know tony Larusa pushes guys harder than most but they're not gonna run him ragged i mean if he gets five and die five innings on uh in the finale there that they're gonna be happy with that if you get him out earlier you start getting to that part of the bullpen like we saw with keichel yesterday when he was out after one then you've got a chance because you're facing guys who aren't usually going to be facing the heart of your order so Hopefully they can get to Kopech early and mess up that bullpen for the rest of the weekend because I think that's their best chance of taking two or three. I, I have no expectations for Velasquez. I just I know he's got a live arm and he's interesting, but he's just so far removed from being an effective big leaguer that it would really be hard to see this offense go in and score a couple runs on six innings against him or something like that. But where they are right now, you could see that happening. So, you know, here's to hoping it doesn't happen, but it wouldn't be surprising. White Sox, I believe, started six and two. They're six and six. They just got swept in Cleveland. They lost yep. three games in two days. They've played 27 innings in the last 24 hours, basically, and now go to Minnesota to Target Field to face the Twins. Hopefully, that is a leg up for the Twins. Let's predict this series. Brandon, how do you see this thing swinging this weekend? Yeah, I'm going to take two out of three, and hopefully, the Twins do too. Um, but I did say two out of three for Kansas City. So, uh, my swing and miss is worse than Miguel Sano's right now. We'll see what happens, but I'm saying two or three. Sweet. Brandon, thank you so much. We'll be back with one Saturday, I believe. And uh, we can't wait to talk to you then. Like and subscribe. Locked on Sports Minnesota. Should be a fun series this weekend. White Sox destroyed the Twins last year. Hopefully they flip the script back to the 2019-2020 uh, days on the Southsiders. Brandon, thank you so much. We'll talk again soon, brother. And uh, stay in touch. Be good.